What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, before we bring in the Goth Ninjas, quick announcement here at the top of the show. I just revamped our Buy Our Crap store at bobseska.com. Now you can buy t-shirts, bumper stickers, mugs, drinkware, messenger bags, and all kinds of other items featuring the Bob Seska Show logo, along with a few vintage Bob and Chez era items to commemorate Chez's 50th birthday and our original Flush the Turd on November 3rd t-shirts and more. And coming soon, exclusive t-shirts to celebrate the 20th anniversary of my May 2000 Napster Bad cartoon. Don't settle for knockoff items sold by disreputable stores that flagrantly stole my flush the turds slogan. Go to bobseska.com, click the buy our crap link under the logo at the top of the page, or just bookmark bobseska.com slash store and go shopping until you're dropping. It's not too late to buy Bob Seska show items for yourself and everyone on your list. Thank you in advance, and now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hello, I'm Margaret Jo McCullum. And I'm Terry Rialto. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to The Delicious Dish on National Public, Public Radio. Radio. And we have a very special guest today. Please welcome the owner of Seasons Eatings, Pete Schwetty. <laughs> Welcome. How are Welcome, you? Pete. We like the name of your store. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, there are lots of great treats this time of year. Zucchini bread, fruitcake. But the thing that I most like to bring out at this time of the year are my balls. about your balls, Pete. Well, over at Seasons Eatings, we have balls for every taste. My mouth's watering just thinking about those balls. It's been years since I've seen any balls. Would you like to see my balls now? You have some beautiful balls. They're bigger than I expected. I know a lot of people tell me that. I can't help but notice, Pete, your balls are a little misshapen. Can I touch your balls? Go ahead, but be careful. They're very delicate. I have to say, your balls are so tender. Well, there's no beating my balls. They're made from a secret sweaty family recipe. No one can resist my sweaty balls. To you and 
Y'all have a right smart holiday now. You hear? Bob Seska! Hi, this is Patrick Swayze wishing you the best for a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The Bob Seska Show! Now, be careful with my balls. They're very delicate. From our nation's capital, it is <laughs> Thursday, December 12, 2019. 12-12. And this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com, the greatest damn soap ever. Hey, what's up? What's happening? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 1057 of the Trump crisis. Day 82 of the... Day 82 of the impeachment of Donald Trump. I went a little uh, Ben Shapiro there. A little bit Doug Collins, I think. <laughs> 326 days into the 2020 presidential election, and let's bring in the Goth Ninja! Okay, it is Jody Hamilton from the Stephanie Miller Show, stephaniemiller.com, also from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, and sexyliberal.com. Oh, and it's also T-Rex David Ferguson for the holidays. It's it's Miracle Christmas T-Rex. At uh, patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. That's what I'm going to start calling you from now on, David, is Miracle what? Christmas T-Rex. Okay. That just like <laughs> my tail lights up or something. <laughs> T-Rex with your tail so bright. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Yeah. Um, that's the plan. I think they need to do a Hallmark Christmas special called Miracle Christmas T-Rex. And it's all about you. It's just like a day in the life of... T-Rex of the holidays. I'm so sad because I can't throw snowballs very far with my <laughs> tiny arms. <laughs> All the other kids are throwing snowballs. That's, it's very difficult for you to build a snowman or to deck the halls with your teeny tiny arms. <laughs> how do you, Dude, I got your gay apparel. <laughs> how, do you put the tri- how do you put the star at the top of the tree with those teeny tiny little arms? Uh, okay. A step ladder. <laughs> well, welcome to both of you. A uh, quick announcement here, a little programming note here at the top of the show. No after party tomorrow. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow that I can't move. It was supposed to be a few weeks ago, but it got canceled. It got postponed until tomorrow. So that's right smack in the middle of the day. So there's no way I can do an after party. But, however, for all of our Patreon subscribers at the $10 plus level, I'll be posting a vintage episode of the after party, a vintage, a very special vintage episode. Uh, this goes all the way back to May of 2015, in which Chez and I get drunk on the show. And so Yay! It's, it's a very special, a very special holiday treat. <laughs> Having nothing oh, to do man. with the holidays except the drinking. Only I could listen to it backwards and listen to you guys. Get really, you know, <laughs> you start dead. at the beginning when you're just like, happy, I got to turn this thing off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it is a lot of that. It's com- we go completely Larry Kudlow uh, uh, during Yay. the thing. It was like w- once we get to that last half hour, it's a- Greenland is Greenland. That's place, place. there, yeah. and uh, they got a lot of valuable lot minerals. Of I don't want to. Predicted out. Uh, I'm just saying the president nah. who knows a thing or two about buying real estate. That was me trying to read kicker stories at the end of the <laughs> after party. <laughs> and I think we, okay, uh, now I, see, not really, I was thinking about that yesterday, you know, and I was just like, oh my God, the president wanted to buy Greenland. Like that happened. It wasn't just like something that happened to me. I had a terrible dream when I had food poisoning and woke up <laughs> thinking Trump was going to buy Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, yeah. That's right. You had some bad shellfish, and then you woke up. Oh, my God, what's going The president wants to buy Greenland. 
He wants exactly. to buy the whole goddamn island. Nobody just like went to Greenland and was like, what do you guys think? Do you want to belong to Donald Trump? Do you want to be his pets? <laughs> do you want to belong to Donald Trump? And you want to be his ant farm? It's just some, like, you know, some weird, project. weird shit. Well, that was some weird shit. It really, really was. <laughs> it really happened. But yeah, so in this episode of The After Party, I say that Chez and I got drunk on the show. Uh, that may have been a bit of an exaggeration. I know I was drunk on this episode of the show. And Chez was drinking. The question is whether or not he was drinking enough to be drunk. And so you're going to have to listen to find out. Patreon.com slash Bob Show or Bob Show.com. Or you could just click the all caps Patreon link beneath the logo at Bob Blah, blah, blah. Sign up for $10, the after party tier, the after party postmortem shows level. Uh, of subscription on the uh, Patreon page, and you'll be all set for uh, tomorrow's extravaganza of beverage guess, drinking. And I will bet some listener ten dollars that Chez probably acts totally sober and then just loses it finally when it's too much. Effort. <laughs> you know, because it like requires more and more effort to act sober the drunker you get. You well, know? you so, know what we did uh, for Thank You Patrons Day is for all of for our top forty subscribers, our lifetime top forty subscribers, the people who have subscribed for the highest dollar amount those top 40 subscribers got free access to our entire after party archives at bobseska.com and oh, so cool. what they're able to do now is they can go back and listen to all those old episodes without me having to post it on the patreon page and one of the episodes speaking of Chez, and by the way yesterday would have been his 50th birthday uh yeah. happy birthday Chez. yeah well, there's one great episode, man, where he and uh, Taryn, uh, who was his fiance at the time, were driving around uh, just doing like a road trip. It was the most fun. And they were, oh, God, I forget exactly where they were, but it was an entire after party in which I was in Hawaii. And then Chez and Taryn were naked and drunk in their hotel room in some resort town somewhere. <laughs> nice. and, and it was just, it was so much goddamn fun. That was just another one of those episodes that was so fun. Involving drinking, of course. It, of course it did. Of course it did. Uh, okay, so speaking of... Uh, you don't really get that. That with the goth ninjas, we're kind of a sober crowd. We got Jody over there with the tab. Yes. I've got an iced coffee here. We're trying to get caffeinated so we can be funny. Funny. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, I'm like, "What's wrong with the both of you? This is such a boring show." That's every. Fir- <laughs> Just kidding. So this judicial nominee, Lawrence Van Dyke was confirmed by the Senate yesterday. Oh, yeah. God, is that the white supremacy guy? The, yeah. Like, ethnic nationalism is good and diversity makes us weaker? Well, in case you, you need a refresher, here's this guy being questioned in Congress during his approval process in which he completely breaks down and starts crying. I mean, not, not just regular crying. I'm talking about like Marsha Brady ugly crying. Like Ugh. hyperventilating crying. Because again, like any red hat, this guy got called on his bullshit and instead of right. acting like a man and saying, you know what? I copped. I'm sorry. This was a major mistake of mine. I didn't mean to do it. Instead, I was young and stupid or whatever. Yeah, he pulls like a Brett Kavanaugh and starts freaking out and sobbing. It's the most insane clip. Here's the a, letter also says. Yeah, this is. It's going to start out with the congressman here. So uh, we're going to hear a little bit of from the. Uh, I forget the name of the congressman questioning uh, Lawrence Van Dyke, but <laughs> wait till you hear Lawrence Van Dyke's response. That you would not commit. Uh, to being fair to litigants before you, notably members of the LGBTQ community. Can you speak to that? Did you, did you say that you wouldn't be fair to members of the LGBT community? Senator, I, that, was, um, that was the part of the letter 
I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I mention he sounded so gay right then? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. Say that. <laughs> Why are you I kidding me? <laughs> it's all right. No, I did not say that. I do not believe that. It is a fundamental belief of mine that all people are created in the image of God. Oh my they God! They should all be treated with dignity, up, dude, and respect. Really. Senator, can you commit to, today to to this committee that you will treat, if if confirmed, that you would treat every litigant who who came before you with <laughs> respect and with dignity? My God. Absolutely, Senator. I would not have allowed myself to be nominated for this position if I did not think I could do that. Including members of the LGBT community and, and any other community that has been historically disadvantaged in this country. Oh, Absolutely, my God. Senator. All right, all right. I can't believe he didn't talk to me all night. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's yeah. like your drunk girlfriend at the party. He's oh, like, my God. I mean, see, that alone should disqualify him as far as I'm concerned. Take out the homophobia and everything else that he was writing as far as that goes. Like, oh, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to be fair because I hate the gays. Take all of that out. Just the crying itself is completely disqualified. Since when was this okay to do? And I know that Brett, I mean, a Supreme Court justice nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, did something extremely similar to what this guy, Lawrence mm-hmm. Van Dyke, was doing. of before yep. that, though. But apparently the bar has been moved now. Thank you, Brett. Yeah. I mean, these guys are supposed to be the alpha dogs, right? These guys are supposed to be the manly men, and all they this- do is cry and fucking whine. It is staggering. Yeah. To watch this happen, but yeah, so he oh, got good. Yeah. He's gonna be on the appeals court. <laughs> so congratulations, wow. America. Yeah, you, you picked a good one. Here. Well, if I ever end up in front of him, I know how to make him cry. <laughs> no yeah, kidding. good idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. Just manipulate Your Honor, the I'm a dr- member of the LGBTQ community. Are you gonna treat me fairly, or are you gonna go by the things you wrote? <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, so elections matter. I think this is the takeaway. When it comes to a lot of these issues that, yeah, you know what, I, I think, Jody, you posted something like this. Uh, it was either on uh, Twitter or Facebook about how, you know what, <laughs> we have to vote based on real politic here. We need to know right. that this isn't just about your personal masturbatory effort in the voting booth to satisfy whatever contrarianism that you're into. This Mm -hmm. is about millions and millions and millions of people. This particular judge, as a consequence of Donald Trump's election, is probably going to take giant shits all over anyone who's part of the LGBTQ community. And we can mm-hmm. confirm that because that's what he's done in the past. Why, do you think for a second because he was whining in the Senate that he's going to stop believing what he believes? Of course not. Of course not. At least at least litigants, though, are warned. You know, he's, he's got a stamp on him forever now because that was called out and people will know going before him that yeah. it's not. Well, I have another thing to say here um, with regard to. (laughs) (laughs) I I tend to talk. 
I don't know if you're aware of that. Please proceed, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> but this goes back to something that uh, Buzz and I talked about on Tuesday. Uh, Steve Schmidt, Tuesday morning, was on Morning Joe, and he just ranted going off, and one of the things he was talking about was the Pocahontas bullshit. He was attacking uh, Elizabeth Warren. I listened to that, and I was like, what is your problem? Did, did was, Were you molested by Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> Show us on the doll. Yeah, you know, yeah Show us on the doll where Steve. Like, I mean, because it was just so... I mean, it was so vehement and it was so, like, kind of unfounded. Mm-hmm. Right. right. I mean, because, right. like, I don't think anyone is running for president right now who's not a millionaire. Yeah. Including well, Bernie Sanders. So, if we're going to talk about rich people who are talking about poor people and its hypocrisy, I mean, Sanders is really the one you want to go for. But because, I mean, at least Elizabeth Warren has spent a lifetime in public service and she's really actively been trying to help consumers for 50 years sure you know it's for god's sake i mean i just i listened to him and he was just like she's just so self-righteous and, and just hypocrisy and rah, 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 rah. i'm just like dude howard schultz didn't make it okay nobody liked him yeah nobody I, I, wanted to you know like cool your jets buddy yeah and then like scarborough emails you i don't know if you guys listened to tuesday's show but i did and like <laughs> this, i didn't this, listen all this went down on joe scarborough's show yeah yeah and so uh, Bob took to Twitter and was like, rightly so, and was like, please don't hand, you know, Donald Trump sound bites. Talking points, yeah. against us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's exactly, it was per- you know, if, if Warren gets the nomination, that's exactly what Trump's people are going to play. They're going to play Steve Schmidt calling her hypocritical and saying that Trump is the most honest president we've ever had. Yeah. We'll leave out that in some ways, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll just say Trump is the most honest president. You know, and it's just like, it just. Well, you know, and in, in Joe Scarborough's defense, he actually came to the defense of Elizabeth Warren. And, and in fact, not only said something after Steve Schmidt was done ranting, but then also tweeted something after the show. And it's partly, and, <laughs> partly because I, ca- I called DM'd him out. You. Yeah, I called yes, him out and did. then he DM'd me and then we, uh, we cleared the air between the two of us, which we often do. I, I don't mind saying. Why didn't that- you ask him to submit some music for this show? <laughs> you know what? Great <laughs> fucking idea. You know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that right now. Not well, not right now, but after the show. Because uh, so, if you want to ensure that he'll listen, he will listen to hear his song. Well, I don't want him listening to this show. Are you kidding yes, me? Yes, you Why do. You I... want him telling people about it so people will listen. Oh, well, you that's true. More okay, listeners, Bob. I don't want more, more listeners. listeners. I don't yes, want an do. audience. And, like, <laughs> the only reason God. Joe Scarborough is there is because of who's in his. You know, well, not Rolodex. We don't have Rolodexes anymore. But who's in his contact list? Yeah. I mean, he, nobody watches that show. I don't even turn on the TV before nine a.m. so I can be safe. From well, he he doesn't follow me on Twitter yet, so that might be a problem. But here's the point I'm trying to get to. (laughs) While Steve Schmidt was doing that rant the other day on Morning Joe, we found out that Donald Trump has to pay Two million dollars. Two million dollars. <laughs> in retribution because he defrauded uh, the general public. He defrauded veterans. Veterans. With his, with his Trump Foundation charity. And, uh, and not only that, <laughs> on top of all of that, the Trump kids have to go to mandatory classes to teach them how to run a charity <gasps> without defrauding the public. Ivanka has to go. Don Jr. has to go. Eric has to go. They have mm-hmm. to go to a fucking class. And you know what? Will they go together, do you think? <laughs> yes, Or will they just go. take it in their prison cells remotely? <laughs> That's true. That, that'd be a good idea. But, um, you know, here's... Oh, can you see him walking Ivanka in in her orange coveralls to go take the class? That'd you know, be they'd so be like, funny. Oh, she's been let out of prison for briefly to go take her public service class. Right. And Eric needs... How to run a charity. Eric needs cliff notes, too. So... 
so. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the deal. Whenever someone mentions Pocahontas, the reply should always be, and this is specific to even Elizabeth Warren, whenever someone goes there, down that stupid fucking Pocahontas bullshit road, the reply should always be, is that better or worse than having to pay $2 million in retribution for running a fraud charity that bilked veterans and being forced to attend training courses about not defrauding the public with phony charities? Is that better or worse? And it is obviously far worse because you know why? Half a dozen of those things happen every single hour with the Trumps. There are half a dozen Pocahontas-type scandals plaguing the Trumps that drop just through the regular course of business throughout a regular day. Okay. So anytime anybody says Pocahontas, we say, how's community service, Ivanka? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. My right. name's Eric. How's community service, Well, no, I, I mean, really, what I was going to say, I mean, if you were to actually chart this, there would be a stack of bullshit a mile high, right? I mean, we're talking about the Trump awfulness, and that's on one bar graph, and on the very next bar... You've got the Pocahontas thing, which isn't even—it's even microscopic at the very bottom of the uh, right. No one was defrauded. Right. Nobody's money was taken away. Nobody got robbed of their life savings or they had their business collapse from unpaid invoices to yeah. Trump Inc. for mm-hmm. the marble countertops they did for the casino that went out of business. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you lose money on a fucking casino? No yeah, shit. I for know. God's sake, I mean. That's like basically a place where people go to set their money on fire and throw it in the air. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you right. lost well, if money. Well, you, if you look at the history of what he was doing, if you look at what Donald Trump was doing while he was building those casinos, he was doing what Donald Trump always does. He doesn't understand anything. So what he was doing is purchasing these super expensive chandeliers and other sort of uh, decorative items to go around the casino floors and so on. Things that were tremendously overpriced and and which he was getting bilked for uh, because everyone takes advantage of Donald Trump for their own purposes. He's an idiot. Well, they also know he's only going to pay a tenth of the money he's saying, so they got to overcharge him. And of course, this was all part of a scheme that he was playing. I'm pretty sure that the casino thing was a, a gigantic scheme to profit off of the insurance losses or something like that. It was just, it was well, a- The thing that he did in Atlantic City was that he opened three giant casinos right across the street from each other, which is insanely dumb. Yeah, well, he is, because he is insanely dumb. Because there wasn't ever yeah. enough people there at once to fill all three of them. <laughs> right. Oh, and they're man. all competing with each other. Mm-hmm. So- it was, yeah, really yeah, stupid. I, it was. It was a, and it decimated the economy of Atlantic City. I mean, just completely wrecked it. Well, meanwhile, there is an election in the UK. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. They're, they're having an election today. and uh, Today? It, yeah. yeah. It, it, could be, it could be really positive if the Russians... Who's the Labour candidate? What's that? The Labour <laughs> candidate, Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, he he's... They're kind of saying that he could end up becoming prime minister. In fact, I think the first socialist prime minister in a good long time. And, yep. uh, but I mean, obviously, the big question mark in all of this is Russia. Is Russia going to play a part? And I'm sure Russia has been blanketing the UK with propaganda on social media. This is the usual active measures. But uh, it says here, British voters are casting ballots for members of parliament and pivotal election underlined by the country's 2016 referendum on leaving the European Union. It's the third general election after votes in 2015, 2017, and the first to be held in December in nearly 100 years. Uh, while Brexit was dominated, has dominated the campaign with Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the Conservative Party 
putting the pressure at the center of its campaign and vowing to get Brexit done. Other issues may determine the outcome. The opposition Labour Party, led by Jeremy Corbyn, has put health care at the center of its agenda and has framed itself as the defender of the National Health Service. Smaller parties, including the Liberal Democrats, Greens, Brexit Party, and pro-independent parties in Scotland and Wales could also play a decisive role. Voters will choose representatives for their local districts or constituencies in Parliament. 650 lawmakers in all for the House of Commons, which decides the country's laws and policies. Uh, polls are open until 10 p.m., but in, according to the Electoral Commission, any eligible voters in line inside or outside polling stations at 10 must be allowed to vote. So there's a little tip for our U.K. listeners. Yeah, we should We should also, by the way, we should have our polls open until 10 p.m., I think. Yeah, and by the way, we should have elections more often like this. And how about a parliamentary yeah. system for us, too? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, let's do that. And ranked choice voting. I mean, Surely we can they on won't, on like, keep Boris Johnson as their prime minister. I was I appalled. hope not. I mean, I, I was like, surely he's just like a little flop-headed placeholder until well, they can get somebody real in there. We'll see what happens. I mean, it just – I, Boris Johnson – I mean, like, if Donald Trump didn't exist, Boris Trump would be the Donald Trump of the world. <laughs> oh, you mean mm-hmm. Boris you Johnson? Know, you, you said Boris, Boris Johnson. Yes. You said yeah. Boris Trump. Boris Trump. Which Either is one, that works. Yeah. Yeah. Either yeah. one yeah. works. Yeah, well, what happens I was just thinking is- about the two heads of hair, you know, like that. <laughs> These guys shouldn't be heads of state. They can barely manage a head of hair. That's right. Um, Well, the thing is, if Boris Johnson remains prime minister, he's probably going to push through a no deal Brexit. So that's uh going to be a disaster. And I think I I think a literal like humanitarian disaster, like a freak fucking accident, like a tidal wave. But I think the British people understand (sighs) what happened in the Brexit vote. I think they understand Mm -hmm. what went on. There was a obviously Russian want it now. Yeah, yes. and so at this point, they're going, all right, if we can do a redo, if we can do a control-alt-delete on this, great. I'm, I'm not necessarily going out on a limb when I say it's quite possible that it could end up being Jeremy Corbyn at the end of the day, which would be, I think, good news for not only the UK, Better but not the world. Yeah, yeah. And it, it would, well, it would also, I don't know even where Donald Trump would land on this now after Boris Johnson was busting on him at the uh, NATO summit. Uh, so I don't know if Trump even gives a shit if it's uh, Boris Johnson or not. I don't think he understands even what he's... He's still fascinated by the idea that... I don't think he understands why they have a queen and a president. He doesn't understand why they have three names. It's Great Britain, UK, England. He doesn't get any of that. He's just... He's still figuring all of that out. Kiev, I thought you were in Ukraine! (laughs) 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 Really happened, folks. Really. It really happened. Actual quote. You are correct, sir. Yes. Um, Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, so uh, while we're there, though, while we're talking about people revoting and getting a do-over and sure. possible using the election, to you and Buzz were talking about something the other day that I think we need to talk about a little more about the possibility that the House may not hand this straight over to the Senate. Yeah, I think John Dean was. Hold on it. Yeah, uh, Jody, did you see the uh, John Dean tweet where he proposed passing the articles but not turning them over to the Senate yet? Yeah, hold on to it until I don't know after the Republican after the election primaries. when we've got a Democrat in the you know. Well, we don't know I, that at that point. I say after the primaries, so that the people that are charging from the right to the Republicans that are scared of losing their seats, right. yeah. they okay. hold on to their. They can at least run against a Democrat. Right, right. So after the primaries, and then you turn it into the Senate, so that the senators who have won their primary have some cover. That's for true. Six years, mm-hmm. and they can go. Boom! I can vote my conscience now. Now, now did you guys see what I posted no. okay, about the ahead. articles of of under the Constitution about impeachment in the Senate? 
Well, wait. Okay. Yeah, I want to talk about that, but we uh, I'm obsessive compulsive, so we have to do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If you have any doubt, it's going to take him out, Ukraine. You can't let that happen to me. Okay, Jody, as you were saying, so. I'm sorry, you guys both have, like, signature dances to that in my head, like the Peanuts characters. I wish you could see them. Okay. Yours is sort of a, like, lurching from side to side. (laughs) Okay. Go on, Jody. Sure. Go ahead, Jody. Okay, so um, here we go. Let me me just open it up so I can read it properly. All righty. Open, please. Not at you. Stupid computer. Stupid. Trump Um, is, like, he responds so badly to the pressure of this. Mm-hmm. I right. think that I, I really think that Nancy Pelosi is running a psyop. She's like, we're just going to stack swords of Damocles oh, over his yeah, head. Yeah, I so agree. And just with that. leave them hanging there in space over him because he can't stand it. <laughs> okay, so let me to, read this. Okay, it's, it very interesting. I learned it on a, an illegal podcast, so I had to look it up to make sure the lawyers oh. were right because because of with my Law and Order degree. So that's, that's right. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Article one, section three, clause six states. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. Mm-hmm. While, when sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath or affirmation. So they have to swear in, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, when the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside, and no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two thirds of the members. Here's the money word present. Ah. I get it. Interesting. So, at, if all hundred of the people are present, then it's sixty-seven people. If it's mm-hmm. less than a hundred, then it's less than sixty-seven, and goes down, and keeps going down. And according to a lot of smarter people than I, there are at least four to ten senators that might vote to convict on the Republican side. Now we're worried about Joe Manchin, Kristen Cinema, and Doug Jones yeah. for the Democrats, but hopefully Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi will whip their butts. Yeah. Um, Here's the other thing. So, I mean, we, we basically, if, if some of these people that are retiring and or, you know, they don't have to run until 2022 or 2024, you know, there's a whole bunch of different things where they go, hey, I'm not showing up for that vote. Well, if this looks safe for the Republicans, watch for Joe Manchin and Doug Jones and Kristen Sinema to uh, to vote against conviction. Right. But if it looks like it's but if it looks like it's going to be close, I think the Democrats will remain in a single unified caucus. If it's going to get really close, and especially in some of the procedural votes, because I know the news that came down yesterday, the Senate Republicans are pushing for a quote unquote short impeachment uh, trial that would include calling zero witnesses. Uh, right. But but they want to is... treat this like the puppy just had an accident on the living room rug. You know, they just want to like <laughs> yeah. clean it up, clean get it the up, stain out, move keep on, going. But, right, right. So and then the but see the longer this goes on, the more chance we have of more evidence coming out. That's true. Mm-hmm. More calls because who knows how many calls have been locked on that secret server? Yeah. And somebody I can't remember who Rachel Maddow said somebody has just filed a Freedom of Information Act to get all those declassified. Oh, fantastic! Or as much as possible. Yeah. Because, or you know, because some of it contains like. You know, code word classified level stuff, but mm-hmm. well, I mean, here's I the because ho- he called Putin and asked him, "What should we do about North Korea? What do you want me to do I about know. North Korea?" Staggering, what a little bitch. Yeah, 
He really, I mean, I, he can't be bothered to read about it or sit still for an actual briefing. But he'll call Vlad and be like, hey, baby, yeah. what do we think about North Korea? It's the gaslighting. <laughs> it's the gaslighting once again. We see it happening. We see Vladimir Putin calling these shots with Donald Trump being puppeteered. And we, yet it's like we're being told that this is a hoax, that it's not really happening. But it's happening in plain fucking view. Well, meanwhile, Donald Trump actually wants to go and do a gigantic show trial where he, yes, he testifies. Does. Let him do it. Call all these witnesses and my God. I was listening to them. I was listening to Matt Gates, who just completely stepped on his dick today, by the way. Yes, he did. At some point. But he was going on and on about what a terrible person Hunter Biden is. Did you hear Hank Johnson? And I'm just like, well, I'm really, I'm so glad I'm not going to vote for Hunter Biden for president. You know, what a jerk that guy is. (laughs) I know. I'm not going to vote for him. What happened with Uh, Hank Johnson, Jody? So Hank Johnson, while... Matt Gates was going on about how Hunter Biden had drug addiction issues. Yeah. Representative Johnson, who is a Democrat, mm. said, you know, generally, I would never disparage any member of Congress that has, say, had any substance abuse problems. <laughs> and it was just like, Matt Gates, shut the fuck up. You you should not be talking. You're not Mitt Romney. You can't talk about this shit. Yeah, right, right. Got, we've got a mugshot of you, buddy. Yeah, Gates. Exactly. He just walks right into it every single time. They all do. Yep. But it doesn't matter because they've got 40% of American voters hosed, completely fucking hosed. So they they can say that shit. Matt Gates can say that shit. And anything that's outside that fishbowl, fake news. Whatever Hank Johnson was saying is just uh, like the peanuts adults talking. If they just right. don't, it's not even words to them. It's just wah, 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 wah. Yeah, wah, wah, exactly. Wah, wah, so that's that's what Matt Gates was hearing when Hank Johnson was talking. I don't think he was even paying attention. <laughs> certainly not. Certainly not the red hats watching along. But uh, okay, I want to talk about plexiderm here, and then we'll come back and uh, and discuss more uh, with regard to the impeachment and the IG report. I have something specific to say about this IG report and the uh, fantasy that is going on surrounding Can we that. Cover Matt Gates in plexiderm so he disappears. Oh man! But you know, with the holidays here and everything, everyone's got their camera phones out at these functions, at these parties, at these family get-togethers, and so they're taking your picture. And what invariably happens is they take a horrible picture of you, the, the most repulsive view of your face, and then they post it all over Facebook or social media, whatever platform they're on. And so then that's it's out in the world without you being able to have any control over. You want to grab their phone away and delete all of the pictures. But you don't necessarily need to do that if you have plexiderm because those under eye bags wrinkles and crow's feet those are the telltale signs of aging and who wants those in our holiday photos now imagine they're gone though and i'm not talking about risky expensive plastic surgery i'm talking about gone in just a matter of minutes it is called plexiderm a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles crow's feet and under eye bags in just a matter of minutes it's exactly what you need to get through the holiday season and beyond and if you don't believe it don't sweat it. I was in your camp, too. I didn't believe it either until we got our canister of Plexiderm here, tried it out. We did the test, and we were amazed by the results. In just a matter of 10 minutes, all those fine lines around my eyes just disappeared. I couldn't believe it. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know you're using it unless you tell them. Now, here, listen up. Big-time holiday promotion right here. Go to TryPlexiderm.com and use my code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off. That's half off. 
plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning code SEXYLIBERAL. Also, triplexiderm.com. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today. Use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. The Bob Seska Show. Zeska Show. Lights are off, but I'm still home. Not afraid of the dark anymore. I feel your arms when you're not here, and everything's become so clear. And now I know. This is the bitter elegance paper airplanes from Painting Over Your Ghost. I'm replaying some of my favorite women recording artists. Uh, that we featured here on the show since March, since we started playing uh, independent music here. BobSeska.com slash music if you want to submit. Thank you to everyone who has submitted this year. We've got more where this all came from in the new year, too. There will be no indie music countdown at the end of this month because I am going on vacation. And I seriously, I'm not going away for vacation necessarily. Uh, but I'm just gonna just dial out. It's like bye bye everybody. I'm just. Uh, uh, of I'll course, believe that when I see it. Yeah, You're gonna no. be hanging on the edge of your freaking seat if something's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Hill, just like the rest of us, right. of you won't be able to look away. Of course I will. Of course I'll be all over Twitter and social media and all the rest of it. Uh, but I'll be, doing, I'll be doing that naked, uh, sitting on the couch with my phone, which wearing nothing but a cock ring. So there you go. Oh, well. <laughs> That's to pump up the volume. Okay, here's Donald Trump on that IG report by Michael. We saw a testimony yesterday by Michael Horowitz in the Senate. Uh, really compelling stuff happening there. But here's what Trump said about the IG report, among many other things. He said, "Okay, before he does this, because I know the audio you're going to play. Oh no, I, 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 I don't have any audio. I don't have any oh, audio. Damn it! No, of course not. I've got. He, a, he I, was talking about it, and you can so clear he hadn't read it. And he's like, it's just terrible. It's awful. It's what's <laughs> yeah. what's been done." To this country, it's just it's a disgrace. Yes, because like, so what happened? What do you think? And he's like, "What are you particularly taking?" And he's like, "Well, I, you know, we don't. It was it was Ukraine that hacked the." And it's like, "You didn't read it, you pig. You didn't even sit still long <laughs> enough for your fucking it, briefing." No, of course like, he didn't read it. That's why his response right away was just you. You could. You he, do, he didn't know you wait, you how, <laughs> or Pam Bondi probably went in there and said. Oh my God, Mr. President! It's a total disgrace. It ju- you just destroyed the FBI. They are on the run. Everything that they did wrong is documented here in this IG report. Don't worry about it. You're completely in the clear too. And then that's when he went out to that cabinet meeting and said, "It's a total disgrace." He also said, "This is an overthrow of the government. This was an attempted overthrow, and a lot of people were in on it." Even though the report specifically states, "quote," and I quote. We did not find documentary or testimonial evidence that political bias or improper motivation influenced the decision to open Crossfire Hurricane and go fuck yourself. He can tell his fans that ice is hot and up is down and yeah. black, and they'll just be like, yes, sir, Mr. Trump. Thank you for telling it like it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's as I said before. That's the that's the version that they believe. the The red hats don't believe that the IG report said what it actually said, and that's why everything is so fucked up right now. I mean, here was me. And this is one of the things that makes me want to scream and tear my hair is when people keep talking about Trump being authentic. When Steve Schmidt was saying, uh-huh. you know, in some ways he's the most honest president we've ever had. I'm like, look at that hair, and yeah, and tell me honest. Yeah, nothing you know, about like, him is honest. Nothing. I mean, the fact nothing, that he absolutely nothing. The fact that he He's talks a, a lot doesn't mean a fucking thing. He talks a lot, but it's all bullshit. And from the top of his head down to his teeny tiny feet, everything in between is horse shit he's he's even wearing lifts for fuck's sake even his height stand up straight is, because is bullshit yes yeah well here um this is not necessarily uh about the impeachment or the ig report or anything in between this was donald trump the other day and i'm so upset that i completely forgot about this in the fire hose of news for tuesday's show Donald Trump, during one of his cabinet meetings, I think it might have been the same cabinet meeting that he was reacting to the uh, uh, IG report in, but um, he started talking about toilets and water pressure. Oh, my God. Oh, that yeah. was so bizarre with the light bulbs. I said I don't like them. It gets me an orange book. You know, orange because like, yeah. oranges are from Florida, and Florida, Florida gets lots of rain. You know, rain is in Florida, and it's just like, dude, he's, he's up on the Adderall. <laughs> so here's all that he needed to say, and then I'll play the clip. Here's all this required. We're looking at water efficiency standards to address water pressure in bathroom fixtures. That's it. That's all he had to say. I think less than 10 words. That's all he needed. Instead, this is what he said. We have a situation where we're looking very strongly at sinks and showers and other elements of bathrooms where uh, you turn the faucet on in areas where there's tremendous amounts of water, where the water rushes out to sea because you could never handle it. And you don't get any water. You turn on the faucet, you don't get any water. They... Take a shower and the water comes dripping out. It's dripping out, very quietly dripping out. People are flushing toilets. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. That part, (laughs) I mean, you want to talk... That's like lonely Trump on an echoing empty planet. (laughs) I mean, you want to talk about sundowning. That, right there, it's like he's suddenly off in his own world going, the water... trickling it's like Langston Hughes poetry you know? <laughs> <laughs> right let's continue with this madness times 15 times as opposed to once they end up using more water so EPA is looking at that very strongly at my suggestion uh, you go into a new building or a new house or a new home and they have standards on where you don't get water you can't you can't wash your hands Yeah, that's just it. I don't know if any of that was a joke, and it, it most certainly wasn't. But no, it wasn't to him. But I mean, the room is. I mean, that's the point where you start to get uncomfortable. Like, I think maybe Uncle Uncle Oscar's been drinking. Like, you know, like it's <laughs> yeah. the, the whole family starts to kind of look around and like, is he joking? 
Yeah. Yeah, I cheated on your aunt a couple times. I had a mistress. Her name was Delilah. You're like, oh, shit. I mean, again, he doesn't know grown-up words. So what he does, instead of just remarking about the EPA addressing water efficiency standards, instead he has to use a thousand words to describe something that only requires five words. You know, why it, use five words when 500 would do? Yeah. You know, but and, just, mean, and, and, and it's all these same little, it's the same 200 words he says all the time. And he's just shuffling them around like pieces <laughs> on a go board, you know? That's and right. he's just like refrigerator like, magnets. It's like someone's trying to answer the $60,000 pyramid. They're like, toilets. Bathrooms. Um, flushing, you know, yeah, I mean, did you notice that he, he uh, always bats. he always says we're looking very strongly at things because he yeah, has no, no other me crazy. It's one of his pet pe- one of my big pet peeves. Yeah, it just yeah drives me nuts. Everything is we're looking very strongly. at We're looking at uh, water. We're going to look at big water. We're going to look at <laughs> we're going to look very strongly. We're going to so look at water in terms of it being wet. That's right. Oh God, the whole flushing ten or fifteen times. I mean, I know. Where is he even getting that? Well, you know, if you take shits the size of the shits that he takes. <laughs> and my guess is he, my guess is he goes through like an entire roll of not toilet paper, but he's got to use like paper towels. That's what he mm-hmm. uses. And he just takes a gigantic well, like the whole roll of paper towels. That's what he uses. And then it's jammed down the toilets. And he goes, why do I got to flush 15 times to get all of this paper towel refuse down the toilet? And then he's going off about the whole thing to Kellyanne Conway and all of his advisors in meetings in which he's getting briefed on national security issues around the globe. And he's like, now let's enough of that stuff about national security. Got to talk about all of the paper towels I try to flush down the toilet. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my God. He's so awful. Yeah, he is. But like, I, it's like you and Buzz were talking about and we talked about it last week. I cannot give him the bandwidth of hating him. Like, I can't just commit all the way because it's just like, I don't like him. And yes, he is viscerally repulsive. Yes. And I do feel the same kind of reaction you feel when a giant cockroach runs across your foot or something. You know, like every time he opens his mouth, it's like someone dumped a bag of live spiders on my naked thighs. Yeah. But, you know, I just. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the harm is in hating him. I mean, I just I don't think this is hate. We're treating hate as if it's like some sort of commodity that we can. Oh, we have to be sparing with our hate. I fucking despise this guy from a moral point of view, from a values point of view, from a political point of view, from just a basic human being point of view. He is a repulsive man who has no business being in public, much less out of prison. I mean, this is a guy. Well, no, he absolutely disgusts me, but I do not want to give him the power over me of hating him. Oh, he doesn't have any power over me, I assure you, because I hate him. There's no power there. I, I think what it does, it allows me in a certain way to understand what he's all about. I think the hate is swelling in me as they say <laughs> Feel in it. Star Wars movies yeah embrace the dark side it gives me the power you of the dark don't side know the power <laughs> so God, you, Sebastian Gorka over here if, embrace if, your dark side Bob <laughs> if you don't hate him now well here we go in just a second I'm gonna play some clips from his Hershey Pennsylvania rally 
which that was, was nuts. It was one of his most nuts rallies since the 2016 campaign. Maybe since the CPAC rally. Well, there was, I was nothing. Say that one was pretty fever dreamy. Yeah, I mean, that. Well, there was, one was there was nothing that tops the CPAC rally. That was the most insane rally I've ever seen him do. The one from uh, this past well, it was late winter, early spring of this year. Right. Uh, but this one came really damn close. We're gonna do that and uh, a whole lot more right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. This is Albuquerque's Twisted Mojo and My Babe. I think this goes back to uh, maybe our April or May indie music countdown. I think so. I love these guys. Uh, okay, so Donald Trump had another rally, and this time uh, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, because he has to smear his taint on everything, even the good chocolate. Uh, so that's it's not good chocolate. Now, we'll Hershey chocolate later. is awesome chocolate. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What's wrong with you, T Rex? Yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta send you some actual <laughs> Hershey's chocolate. What well, seriously, dude? It's waxy and it tastes like cheese. The whole thing with Hershey's is Hershey it like, like cheese. What? I couldn't fig- ask a European. <laughs> they know how chocolate's supposed to taste. I don't know what's wrong with you. It doesn't taste. Sour. My dad was always. Why do you hate this. America? Even when I was a little yeah. kid. Yeah, exactly. Why do you hate America? That's a good question. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes you just want to go somewhere and mediocre and eat something you're too lazy to make for yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's America. Okay, granted, granted, conceded. Uh, I yield back. Um, the gentle, the gentle person will be yielding back to the other gentle person. <laughs> exactly. I'm reclaiming my time. Uh, sorry. Um. Uh, okay, so Trump was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, where clearly the chocolate tastes like cheese somehow. <laughs> Uh, ask, ask a German person what they think of American chocolate. I don't it care what the German people think. It tastes like cheese. Whatever. It's sour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's Donald Trump talking about the. Uh, oh, here. Oh, let's start with this. This is where Donald Trump's joking about not leaving office again. He seems to say. I mean, he keeps saying, "Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's just I'm just joshing no, he's not. here." He's he's not. He's softening their he's tenderized not. skulls yep. for him to do it for real. That's what's going yep. on here. These are all trial balloons to see how they'll react. That's exactly what Donald Trump is doing. The, here he is in Hershey. Hang on to your hats. But they always say judges and Supreme Court justices. And when you leave office, I hope in five 
Be dead by then, old man. <laughs> I will see you hanged, sir. No, I'm only doing that to drive them totally crazy. That drives them crazy. Even joking about it. We have this idiot comedian who says, "Up." Uh, oh, he's, he's talking. I think he's talking about Bill Maher here. I think Bill Maher is the idiot comedian he's mentioning. Joking to a guest, right? Hmm. He said. You know he's going to win, don't you? You know it. I go, no, no, we're going to fight, we're going to fight. And they will. No, 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 you know he's going to win. Then he goes, you know he's going to win, and you know he's never leaving, don't you? He's never leaving. <laughs> and at first I thought he was kidding. He's a whack job. He is totally serious. He honestly believes that. And I don't know, should we give it a shot? Maybe we'll give it a shot. See? It works. They're okay with it. I had Maybe I'm only kidding. They won't write that. Wait, 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 wait. They won't write the I'm only kidding book. Okay. Uh, he's not kidding. <laughs> no. He's not kidding. Trial balloon. That's what that is. That's a trial uh-huh. balloon. Uh, here's Donald Trump talking. Oh, and they love it. They love that idea. Just like bacon and lollipops forever. Yay. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Bacon and lollipops forever. That's perfect. <clears throat> uh, here he is talking about the Russia dossier. So There's a name for your band, Debunk Smears. Uh, How about that? There David? you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not, fi- not finished with this yet. I just wanted to throw that in. Yeah. Teeny tiny Trump. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. didn't. See, and they didn't base the investigation on the dossier. It had nothing to do with the dossier. It had to do with drunk, what's his name, Papadopoulos. Right. George Papadopoulos drunk in a wine bar and mouthing off to some Australian official. And he was like, yep, this is weird. Yep. That's that's concerning, Mike. Well, here's the real danger in all of this, because imagine now facts don't matter at all. So when we get around to November 3rd, 2020, any facts that say, oh, this election was not rigged against Donald Trump, once they get to election day and Donald Trump loses, hopefully, Mm -hmm. Donald Trump can make up anything he wants to say that this election needs to be invalidated because of whatever Democrat shenanigans they've been lining up. And they don't need studies. And if, if, if studies actually do come out, if committees are formed, if, uh, if election boards are re-canvassed and there are recounts and official uh, secretaries of state come out and say there was nothing wrong with this election, it won't matter because Donald Trump has all of these people in the palms of his teeny tiny hands. And so he's able mm-hmm. to 
inject any amount of bullshit into their brains and they will go along with it. Did you guys hear the uh, the clip of those people outside the Hershey rally? Uh, CBS News talked to a few <laughs> of Trump's fanboys, speaking of the red hats. And they're all suggesting that if Donald Trump is, oh, they're not suggesting it, they're saying it outright, that if Donald Trump is removed from office by the Senate, then they're going to war. Which yeah, right. is exactly how we do Guess things. Guess what, fat boy? You can't do that with your video, your Nintendo controller. you got to get out of the chair. <laughs> That's right. And you're going to be gone from home for several days. So you may want to pack up some snot, some Hot Pockets to take with you. Yeah, well, you know, like, I posted this clip on uh, Twitter, and it, it, some of the reactions were, oh, my God, this clip terrifies me. And I'm like, no, you don't have to be terrified by this clip. You know why? Because all these guys, they're cowards. All they yes. will do is throw their beer cans at their television. That's mm-hmm. the uh, furthest they'll come. That's the closest they'll ever come to actual violent outbursts. They will never throw bullets at Democrats. That will not happen. It's just beer cans no. at their television. Here's, uh, here's a couple of uh, Donald Trump supporters outside the Hershey rally talking about how, uh, well, the first guy talks about how he's going to solve any uh, problem with Donald Trump being removed from office with his 357 Magnum, Dirty Harry. What he's not going to be removed. He's not going to be removed. He's not going to be removed. <laughs> you feel confident in that? Uh, my, my, my 357 Magnum is comfortable with that. End of story. He's End drunk. of story. Remove him in the Senate. Mm-hmm. He's drunk. I think you know. You know what he was doing. He was actually kind of crying a little bit, Jody. He he actually looked like he was starting to tear up with emotion. Like he's clapping well, he his hands because he believes in fairies. Yeah, and he was drunk. He does sound really drunk. He was he drunk. He was and 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 drunkenness can make one cry. Right. Right. It makes, yeah. Well, here was the next uh, the next guy they talked to right after that. Greenland is a strategic place <laughs> up there. All right. God, <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue with this uh, this drunk guy here. To cause physical violence in this country that we haven't seen since the second since the first civil war. I think it would become the second civil war. I would think that there would be a strong movement. It would be very negative, possible violence. Not that I'm condoning violence. Be- no, not that I'm condoning violence. There's going to be violence, but I'm not condoning it. <laughs> Good. Okay, sure. Let's continue. A lot of mad Americans, possibly 70, 80,000, 70, 80 million Americans on the loose, not very happy. Uh, what we're seeing is a divided country. You know, both sides are dug in. No one's budging. We have families tore apart, it's, uh, including my family. My daughters are liberal. I'm conservative. Good. Now that this whole thing has been going on, uh, just had a problem at Thanksgiving. Uh, very unfortunate. I wish it never would have happened. This whole, this whole mess we're in. Very, very unfortunate. That Whose fault is that, you dickhead? That's exactly right. Girls, <laughs> kill your father. No. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was just going to say. him on November 3rd. Yeah, I was just going to say, in a democracy, we solve things by voting. Uh, by protesting and by complaining. We don't shoot people to solve political issues in this country. And I don't know where these guys got the impression that in a democracy, you solve things at the point of a gun. Oh, maybe I know. Like, how about an entire history in which the United States solves issues at the point of a gun? Oh, yeah, there's that. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I thought you, you, were, you were saying just then that that's not how we do things in America. I'm like, where'd you learn American history, Bob? <laughs> well, I'm talking about politically speaking. I mean, obviously, there's a, a, a degree of there's a foreign policy thing where we do get into shooting wars. But in terms of the functioning of our politics in the United right. States internally, oh, domestically, you know, here in the South. <laughs> Oh, and in the North, too, with the Klan. I mean, you know, well, Trump's was... dad was arrested at a Klan rally in New York City in 1929. Um, so, I mean, that's... Well, what I'm saying is I, whoever is thinking that violence is the solution in a democracy doesn't understand democracy. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Right. It's a throwback to an uglier time is what it is. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and... But it's old mind versus new mind. I mean, there really is a difference, I think, in the way the generations think yeah. about things here. And I think that the incurious, like the world-fearing, suspicious, outsider-hating, conservative mm-hmm. mindset is, you know, it's genera- that's a very much like a, a baby boomer kind of thing. And Yeah. Well, as, as but, Tom Hartman said on my show uh, yesterday, I interviewed Tom Hartman on my uh, Wednesday interview show, and he said, uh, or m- reminded me of the, uh, what is it? It's like a maxim. It says the, the last person to remember the Great Depression after that right, person dies. About to die, yeah. Yeah, then we're doomed to repeat the Great Depression. Once there are no more people who remember it, then we're doomed to repeat it. And the same thing goes with fascism. We're seeing that now. We're the last people who remember World War II, especially the last people who fought in World War II, mm-hmm. are dying off. And once they're mm-hmm. gone, it, there's the very strong potential that we start repeating those same fuck ups because there's no one being mm-hmm. there's no one around to remind us that fascism is bad, you know, right. and that's that's except seventy percent of the population. You know, I mean, really, well, only 30, 40 percent of the population likes the guy. So it's, you know, it's a small group. It's a minority that's embracing this. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, <clears throat> they just happen to be noisy and they get unfairly weighted because of the Electoral College. Yeah. But that minority True. tends to expand. I mean, if you actually looked at the percentages <laughs> of people who support fascism in, let's say, 1980 versus 2019, I would suggest that there are a lot more people who support fascism today than there were in, uh, t- in 1980. Oh, only though you gotta you gotta caveat that. Okay. Fascism, as long as it's a Republican. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, let's see what else here. Uh, all right. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani received this guy. Lev Parnas received one million dollars from a Russian account in one September. One million dollars. He's like. Working for Rudy officially, working yep. for the uh-huh. campaign to reelect the creep, and mm-hmm. he's getting a million dollars from Russia. Just you know, wired yep. to him from a Russian bank account. Yep. You know, yep. but he, nothing yep. to see here. We prove that there was no collusion. And your problem is what, David? What is your problem? I don't understand. Get over it. Oh my god. Oh my god, David. Just just chill, man. Like Greta. Nothing just shady chill. about this. Just keep moving. Oh my god. Just Move chill along. and watch a movie. Oh, my oh god. yeah. Spe- speaking of Greta, we got to talk about oh Greta my god. on the postmortem show her. here coming up. Okay. Yeah. Donald Trump. We're we already out of time. Yes, we're already out of time. Donald Trump is the thinnest skinned son of a bitch, the whiny oh, yeah. diaper baby that he is. Just so bent out of shape. He and Don Jr. are so fucked up because uh, mm-hmm. Greta Thunberg is Time's Person of the Year. And and yeah. rightfully so, might I add. Exactly. We're gonna and talk you can't about- take a step back and let a 16-year-old girl... I of mean, course not. But he's a, a minor but, child. Know, he's, 
Why does he just go print himself a new fake time of the year? Man he, of the did. Year he did. He already did. You know, oh, he did. He, he did. did. Okay. He did. We're yeah, up to speed did. then. Mm -hmm. Now go oh, hang yeah. in at yeah. Mar-a-Lago and the mm -hmm. circle of life will be complete. Yeah, umbele, they, umbele. They, they, they photoshopped <laughs> his head onto a uh, onto Greta Thunberg's body. Because that's what they do now. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, I'm wondering how many uh, toothless red hats out there are going, oh, look at Donald Trump. He's really slimmed down. <laughs> he's got yeah. the he's got the, the body of a sixteen year old girl now. It's kind of kind of amazing. Uh -huh. Let's look what the president done. Space. For. Yes, he's yeah. well. They believe that the, the photo, <laughs> Photoshop picture of him is Rocky. Oh God! Fighting that's, Russians. That's unfucking believable. Uh, you know what else we're going to talk about? We're going to uh, on the postmortem show coming up here on our Patreon page. Uh, I think we're going to also talk about drugs and plastic surgery too. Yes. So that's. <laughs> That's coming up. We had a great conversation before the show, and I didn't record it. So I want to do it again on the post-mortem show, or at least uh, uh, bring up the subject again. So we're going to get into that, too. That's uh, bobseskashow.com. Also, patreon.com slash bobseskashow if you want to subscribe. Post-mortem show uh, is for, uh, I think it's $5 a month. I'm saying that as if I don't know. It's... <laughs> Five dollars a month. You don't know gets how it. much your own Patreon is. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. It just shit comes out. Man. Okay, I, just real quick, come back to me here and fuck Mary Kill, Lev Igor Rudy. Go. <laughs> oh man, I'm not even gonna bother with that. I can't that even one. do that. It's like no. kill, kill, kill. <laughs> uh, clearly, I'm gonna fuck Lev Parnas. Yeah. Once uh, well, he's got that. His eyes are closer together. Dreamy. He's got, kinda, he's got the dreamy <laughs> eyes. Planarian thing going for him. <laughs> and I'll marry Igor. That's right. Oh, uh, good luck. Good luck with Igor. That leaves T Rex. see your Valentine to Igor. It's like, roses yeah. are red. My Daka is quiet. Let's you and I have our own Bootsy Riot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the show. Uh, no Jody next week, huh? No Jody no. next week. Okay. Well, have a great weekend, folks. Bye bye. Let's face it, hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, listeners to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.